simple act of following footprints on the ground opens a window between the human soul and its natural environment, encouraging humility and understanding. These stories are also about the linkages tracking forges between one human soul and another. However tenuous and unarticulated they may be, the ties between the tracker and the person up ahead constitute the very heart of tracking. Without fail, following someone else's footprints always forces me to walk alongside them long enough to rethink the most perverse of my origins. As we track, we too are being tracked. Trackers move through the natural environment for specific reasons. What we find, what we even look for in the first place, is profoundly shaped by culture, by the collective memories of our societies, and by our own experiences. My tracking is deeply influenced not just by having grown up on a small farm in Mississippi or by having learned to follow the footprints of lost people through the Mojave Desert, but also by having been, for many years, a tracked woman. Ending an abusive marriage sometimes exacts a terrible price. After seven years of being beaten by my first husband, I took my two children and ran. We hid, were found and threatened, managed to escape and hide again, but all our hiding places were quickly discovered and fear marked our every move, both before and after my children were taken from me. Nothing can adequately prepare a human for becoming another's prey. The hunted person quickly realizes that survival is anything but instinctive and is utterly reversible. In subtle ways, being hunted down changes your givens forever. You soon learn that details matter enormously as you become alert in ways you could never have imagined. You no longer expect truth to emerge from life's niceties, so you begin to perceive people as many-layered, often paradoxical actors. You know that when violence erupts, many individuals of your species will disappear rapidly, leaving you to face the brutality alone. Every single thing you once trusted or wanted to believe about human society disintegrates. And even when you reach a place of apparent safety, you can never forget the terror from which you've come or explain it away with rationale or common sense, idealism or selective remembering. Once you've been hunted, you know that there is no such thing as safe. This book is about tracking, not domestic violence, yet the two are intricately interwoven in my existence. Tracking marks my continued search for a safe place while violence marks my repeated encounters with fear, neither has yet canceled the other out. Trackers make connections between what they see on the ground and everything they know or feel or suspect about those physical signs. Although novices often start out with their eyes focused somewhere near their feet, in search and rescue we were taught not to move ahead from one track until the next one had been found, they gradually begin to look farther ahead of themselves, moving faster and more confidently in the process. In the Kalahari, Junkwasi and Kung Bushmen sometimes track at a run with their eyes scanning the ground about 15 feet in front of them, regularly checking the earth passing under their feet to confirm their distance vision. When I tried that the first few times, especially in the dense Kalahari vegetation, I faithfully lost the track every time. Whenever I started running, my eyes would bob up and down right along with my feet, making any tracks blur into nearby bushes, losing all connection with the trail. For weeks, I tried to run and track, 
but ended every attempt defeated after a few yards. Fortunately, for trackers, consistent failures can often be more instructive than successes. Only after learning to perceive both space and signs differently did I begin to move with the track, to learn to come alongside in ways I had never been able to do as a search-and-rescue tracker. Some trackers claim to have the ability to get inside the head of the person or animal they are tracking. Citing the legendary skills of people like the Bushmen, their goal is to emulate those legends, to see through the eyes of the hunted animal, or to think through the mind of the lost person. Perhaps contrarily, I have always had trouble with the whole concept of getting inside anyone else's head for any reason, especially in the mind of a lost person who, after all, is confused enough for both of us. To find someone who is lost, I need the best of my own mind, my own ability to reason. Therefore, I try to walk alongside the person I am seeking.